try that again. Can you hear me now? Ah, they should hear us now. It says so. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Um, so, hi guys. Welcome back. Thoughtful Thursday. I'm Amy. And I'm Emily. Um, and we are looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 26 through 30. Um, so this one's a little different one. Uh, I'm excited to kind of go through it because I had some interesting questions um, this week on it. So I can't wait for you to be thoughtful with us. So let's get thoughtful. Welcome back. Um, so, Thoughtful Thursday, how has it been for you? Good. It was interesting. These verses are a little different. Yes. yes. Um, I, I actually pulled them from one of the books I was reading. Um, it, the, it just verse 27, technically. But I had to get all of them in there because it's, it, it, it's got... It's got some depth, but it's got some interesting ways of going about it. So, um, were you reading from internet, uh, yes. NIV? Yep. Sweet. All right. I'll let okay. you start us off. Okay. 1 Corinthians 1, 26 through 31. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are, so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there, there is so much packed into that little thing. It's like, okay, you, uh, you're being foolish to shame the wise. You're, <laughs> you're having all these uh, differences, but what does it end up, it ends you up in um, boasting for the Lord. Right. It's not because of all these things, it's because of the Lord. And so um, it's interesting to get to those. So my first question as I'm going through it is like, what does it mean to um, choose the foolish to shame the wise? Mm -hmm. what is, what, what, why, why is that the particular thing that the, uh, uh, one, like there was one sentence of that, but because it's kind of the theme over the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean to you? I had to look that up a little bit to talk about why they were talking about foolishness. And it, what I was reading was talking about how following Christ and the like, and the resurrection were all foolish to regular people that weren't following Christ. And so I think it means that we're following Christ and the things that he values instead of what the world values. Yes. Definitely, um, it's it's the it's what God uh, the uh, following God over the world, mm -hmm. choosing choosing what His righteousness is versus worldly values. Yeah. Um, that's definitely where I like where I pull from it too. Okay, good. Um, one of uh, like one of the quotes that I came up to is um, some uh, goes this way: It's we try to be reasonable about what we believe. 
um, but what I believe is not reasonable at all. In fact, it is hilariously impossible. Uh, po um, possible things aren't worth much. Uh, the crazy, impossible things keep us going. So that, like we talk about miracles and the crazy impossible, it, that's not something that would happen with me, me working hard to get to that point. Right. Maybe there's things that keep me on that path to get to that miracle that I do, but that miracle is in itself a miracle because I can't do it myself. And so that's, that's the crazy impossibleness. Um, and like if you go through the Bible and look through, you talk to, um, oh, I want to call him Balm. Um, there was a guy, he talked to a donkey. Yes, Balaam? <laughs> Balaam, there okay, we go. Okay. That sounds better. I just, uh, yeah, words, uh, names, there are a lot of them that I don't say right. Um, but yeah, there's a guy, he talked to a donkey. Yes. Um, you have Moses who split a sea. Um, okay, these guys aren't doing it themselves. It's, it's the Lord working through these things, these moments. Um, Jesus, uh, he didn't go along with what uh, the Pharisees were doing. He, uh, he talks about um, not standing in the middle of the room and doing your prayers. Um, he talks about the guy that's in the corner praying and doesn't even want to look up because his, it, like, that, that's um, where the faith is, is because your faith starts out in that, that, that moment. Um, and then how you share it with the others is how you're going out and helping them. So uh, it's kind of fun to see where, yes. where that, that impossible, um, uh, I, uh, God's Irregulars is one of the ones I come back mm. to. Um, I'm part of God's Irregulars. It's like, I, I, I like to do, I, I do regular things, but then when I pray, irregular things happen. Mm. So that's where those fun things come up. Um, and so as we're talking about those foolish, those irregular things, um, is our Christ-likeness to civilize and sanitize? That's a good question, and I think it's a big question, and it, it takes us to look at what it means to be Christ-like. Mm -hmm. And so looking at what Jesus did in the Bible and who he hung out with and some things that we can do to emulate what he was doing. And so he hung out with people that weren't Christ followers and that... Um, some of them, you know, he hung out with both kinds of people. He also hung out with some that were considered sinners. And he chastised those who were like rule followers in mm -hmm. the church, the, the Pharisees. And so I think what we can do is hang out with more types of people. And I think sometimes what happens is we get too sanitized in that we start to hang out with people only like us only that have our political views or the things that we are interested in and we're not hanging out with other people. We should be following or we should be friends with people that aren't Christians so that we can tell them about mm -hmm. the Lord too and have that real friendship, relationship with them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly. I, I love how you say um, to, you, you need to be friends with these people, oh, nice. these other people. Not like, okay, you need yeah. your close group. You yeah. need the people who keep you accountable. Mm -hmm. But then you open that up. Um, like you uh, listen to uh, Jesus's, he has his 12. Yeah. And then he had like 80 beyond that. I'm, there, there's a number there. <laughs> I'll have to look it up later. <laughs> but then there was an 80. And then there are the hundreds and the thousands beyond that, that they, it, the, the different circles that and and each like you you can you have 
followers. So like you go with John and then he has all his followers yeah. and Peter and there are his, uh, and they're all pointed to the same spot. There's Jesus in the center of it. But um, you have your own, like you have your group, but you have to go out and expand that to the next level. Otherwise you're not going to be able to bring anybody in. Right. And that's what we talked about that last great commission of going out and bringing other people in as if you stay in this little circle you're not gonna be able to go hey I'd love to meet you yes or would you like to come to church yeah uh, the, you're, they're not gonna understand because they're not gonna be like you're not gonna be friendly to them right. you want to be friendly you want to start that friendship first and then move towards that relationship where you can ask them because yeah. Uh, we talked about it. Uh, um, I talk about it briefly sometimes. Um, that if you stand on the fence or on the corner with a picket going, "Come to my church," it's like, okay, that might bring some people. Mm -hmm. Some people might be intrigued, but a lot of people are going like, "There's some crazy person standing on the corner <laughs> with a picket." Um, okay, yeah, that might help in some cases, but when you actually have relationships, mm -hmm. that's where we move forward with that. We move beyond this barrier and become friends and then be able to invite. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, we were, uh, I, and like you're talking about how Jesus was friends with all these different people. Right. Um, he touched lepers. Yes. He healed on the Sabbath. He, he did all these um, impossible things or yes. improbable things, foolish things to be in, in where other people are. He preached in the marketplace. It's, it's not like going to this little room. Yeah, there's parts where, okay, going to your room and praying in the closet, that, that's part of it too. But then also preaching in the marketplace is part of it as well. It's, yes. it's definitely fun to get into that. So as we're looking um, at the different portions and what you're listening to um, as being how Christ is, there are limits on that sometimes that we put ourselves in. Um, I love how um, one person put it, so like, like, okay, God, my God has, doesn't have limits. He is an unlimited God, but I put limits on myself. Right. So what are limits that you're listening to? This question challenged me. <laughs> and so I was trying to think of what were some things that I do that are limiting and to, limiting to my influence on the, the world for the Lord. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what I was challenging myself was sometimes I do stay too comfortable and I do make decisions based on what I want to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, I like to say that I'm the Lord's hands and feet. And I like to say that, like, Lord, send me. I want to be the person to go and do what you want to do. But when it gets me outside my comfort zone, I don't always do it. Mm -hmm. And in fact, a lot of times I don't. And so what I would like to do is to be able to do more of the things that he's calling me to do and the, the influential things that he wants me to do. Absolutely. I love um, how you say get out of your comfort zone. That's yes. part of like the whole foolish, the God's yes. irregulars, that part. Uh -huh. um, I am with you <laughs> because I, I have my group. I yes. have this the, here. I'm here. This is my family. I have a smaller group that mm -hmm. I that keeps me accountable, but I have horizons. And so it's like, okay, what do I need to do to expand that? 
because even like I have a, a separate job that I work somewhere else too. And okay, even them, they're 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 they're, they're a nice little community um, Christian. Uh, it's fun to be around them because they understand where I'm coming from too. But where where where's that expanse? Where does that come? Where's that bigger moment? Um, and so it, it's trying to find those to reach beyond and become uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, I am going to be working on my blog. So that's also part of this. This is the, uh, the whole parts of something that is different that reaches out further. And so sharing things on mm-hmm. Facebook, whether they're just um, happy quotes <laughs> or different mm-hmm. things, that's that's getting people to go, hey, that, that's a smart idea or that's a fun quote. Um, but then um, interacting with different people in that way too. And so my my next goal is to figure out what, what I can do beyond that, not necessarily just on screen, yes. um, but yeah. how I can get out in the community and do more. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what mine will be yet. <laughs> we'll work on that. <laughs> okay. That's what friends help with, yes. I guess. So, uh, so yes. we can work on that. The core group of friends, like yes. you're talking about, yes. can be the Christians and can be your close group of people that do influence your decisions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that help, uh, like uh, where you're, you find those pieces, but then you check with the Bible to see if that, that's kind of where you're at. You pray to see this. And then, yeah, you check with friends. It's like, does this sound right? <laughs> because, yeah, it could be crazy. And it actually could be where you're supposed to be going, too. Yeah. So, um, and as you're looking through that, and finding it, um, my next question was, is what is it like to lose inhibition through the Holy Spirit? So that's kind of comes to that culmination of, okay, I can, I can release control of this and be irregular, be foolish because of the Holy Spirit. Um, I love having him work through me and having those moments. And they don't happen every day. <laughs> they aren't. Um, something that I can plan by any means. Um, But what is it like to you? I think it is going back to stepping outside my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. If the Lord is asking me to go do something, I need to trust that he gives me that ability Mm -hmm. and that he will help me. He'll give me the words or the resources that I need to do those irregular things Mm -hmm. and to do... A lot of times when I do reach out and do the things that he's calling me to, I look back on it and I'm like, wow, look what he allowed me to do mm-hmm. when I step outside my comfort zone and do some of those bigger things that I wouldn't have ever wanted to do mm-hmm. to stay inside my comfort zone. <laughs> it's called that for a reason. Yeah, you want to yeah. stay there. You want to be comfortable. You're comfortable. But uh, yeah. being uncomfortable, but you can be uncomfortable with other people. Yes. You can be uncomfortable yes. with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, that moment beyond that, when you look back and you can go, that was amazing and that was all because of god because that like it wouldn't happen without me actually taking the moment and listening um i i love ephesians it says um uh, don't be drunk with wine instead uh let the holy spirit fill and control you Mm -hmm. and so it, it um for those of us who can drink wine and know what that is um you can know you can kind of see where the similarities are where what that's talking about um but how much more amazing having the Holy Spirit because that's not something that's fleeting. 
That's something that you can keep drawing on mm -hmm. um, versus wine that is like there and then it's gone. <laughs> right. So um, it's definitely interesting how, how those moments can be um, blessings mm -hmm. and they keep filling you. You reflect on them later in life too. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's exciting to um, be an irregular. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I have a shirt that says, <laughs> God's Irregulars. It's one of my favorites. Um, I, I, I want to be able to be foolish for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so as we go forward this week, um, looking into the weekend coming up soon and into next week, how can we be foolish for the Lord? How can we go beyond our comfort zone? Mm -hmm. So we're going to leave you with that today. Um, you have any final thoughts for this week? I think it just points back to boasting for the Lord ah, so yes. that we're not boasting about our abilities because we know that wasn't some ability that we had. Mm -hmm. It was far greater than anything we could have accomplished on our own. Absolutely. Good thought. Thankful. Thankful for that. Thankful for you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Emily, for uh, hanging out with us. Um, and so uh, one quick little prayer I'm going to pray and say, Lord, let us be foolish for you and let us boast um, because of you and boast in you that you are part of us and that we can be um, fools in, in, your, in your place here so we can show others your love. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Have a great week. We'll Bye. see you later.